Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Court with UC Elite. This is Coach Stacy and this is Coach Linda. What's up? Yep, and we're back for another episode. And today we're going to be talking about off-season training. Yes, off-season training. What is that even? So obviously, if you're a club member currently, you're in the club season. So technically, it's not off-season. Off-season is when you are not competing. You're not at tournaments. You're not at games. Um, and then let's say you're back into school season. Again, you're not in the off-season. But for me, like back then, I never had an off-season. Like there would be like months where I would not compete, but I would be doing double the training. So in a sense, I feel like sometimes like the off-season is harder than the actual regular season. Like would you say that like about basketball, Stacey? Yeah, pretty much, you know, for me, it's it's mainly like focusing on whatever the school season is, whether it's middle school, high school, and then more more in a sense of like what off-season training is because even when it's not high school or school season, I still have kids that are playing in tournaments and doing like club or AAU yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like the off-season, it's just so important for athletes individually because obviously if you're in – club season you're in high school season you're probably not working too much on technical form like you're not working on every day you're not working on like your snap like we're not that's not the main focus of like the practice the practice is about team cohesiveness the chemistry how do you guys gel on the core are you guys a well-oiled machine like system like these are the combos we're gonna run in this situation we're gonna set this um this is the defensive um the defensive routes we're gonna take and I feel like when you're in the off season, you're in the summer, you're not competing, you're not as pressure or you shouldn't be as stressed to, you know, get that playing time, compete with others because you're really focused on making yourself better. Like, for example, if you're a passer, like you're working on getting your serve receive better. So when you get into the regular competition season, you're not focused on, oh, shoot, my angle. Like, you already know that because, like, you've been working on it. It becomes muscle memory. And it's just your time to really focus on your individual skill. So when you go to tryouts, you just feel like well prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the other thing to think about is the transition from different levels too. Um, when I talk to my athletes about, oh, you know, every time you move up, the game gets faster or you're competing against other athletes who are maybe more experienced. They're bigger, they're stronger and all that. So it's also being able to prepare for that transition. Yeah, and I think, like, you know, when you're in club season, you have so many, like, teammates. In the high school season, too, I feel like high school rosters are bigger than club rosters generally. But, you know, when you're competing and let's say, like, you have, like, issues with, like, your jump serving, like, you should have been working on that in the off season. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to spend 20 minutes of practice just so you could learn how to jump serve. Like, you need, you should have been doing that in the off season. You should have been doing that at the camp or, like, at an open gym or something because you want to be really, really prepared, especially, like, if you go to a competitive school, whether it be middle school, high school, like, and you watch them play, like, you're looking at them, like, you watch them the previous season, like, these are the standards, like, you should be working in the off season to like get to that level, regardless if you're a freshman, sophomore. Like you, you should be excelling yourself and pushing yourself to compete or be able to compete and keep up with those athletes that you know are on the team. Because, let's say, for example, a whole roster is jump serving, and 
you're having issues with your jump serve, you need to be working on that. And, like, be working on that before the coach even sees you. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to go in there and start acing people off off the bench. That's really what you want to do. So that's why I think, like, for me, like, when I was in the offseason, I wanted to play against, like, anyone, adults, guys, adult males, like, mm-hmm. anyone, because I knew when I got back to Logan or whatever, like, that was going to make my life so much easier because I the game was already so fast. I was training faster than what the actual competition was giving me. Like, in NBAL, it was just so slow. It was so easy back then to, like, just go out and win. But, again, training because you want to make your team better. If you could dig harder swings, you're going you're gonna to make all the swings you get from your teammates look easy. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to – that should encourage them to, like, you need to hit harder at me. Like, you need to try to score on me because when we go to, like, playoffs or whatever – it's not going to be easy. So, like, you better give, be giving me those swings so I could defend against it and we have a better chance of winning overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that because, you know, my biggest thing, too, is, like, sometimes when in your actual season when you're not, like, a starter or, you know, what are the things you're going to do to maybe be considered a starter, you know, if you're on the bench and all that. And for basketball, sometimes it's maybe the ball handling or maybe shooting. Like, how consistent are you with with shooting? And I've had players where they're like, Coach Stacy, like, I need to work on my shot. Like, how can I get better? I was like, well, one, how many shots are you taking? You know, um, Mm -hmm. what are you doing with the reps that are they going to be quality reps or bad reps? Mm -hmm. Because that makes a huge difference. Like, you could say, like, oh, yeah, I was at the gym for an hour. But then what, you took, what, maybe 10, 20 shots? Yeah. When there's other people that are putting in the work or the time and they're better with with that and getting the amount of quality reps with it, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, you know, when you're in season, you're with your team most of the time. Like, you're getting used to, like, the way your middle hits. You're getting used to how your outside hits. So, like, when you do off-season training with people that aren't on your team, people you don't see a lot, taller people, faster people, it's like you're exposing yourself to a new plane. Like, when I was playing, like, I would go into practice. I was like, oh, Tati has a lot of shots. Like, she's very versatile, and I'm ready for that. So, like, you know when you go out to, like, a club tournament, like, I've never seen this team. I have no idea what they're going to throw at me. So you, I think players, they need that exposure, like, I think athletes need the opportunity to play against people that do different things. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, like, my team, we have a certain system that we play, and that's the only system that we usually play in during practice. So now when we go out and play taller teams and they run faster tempo, it is a little bit more difficult. It's a little bit more challenging because we don't necessarily run as fast of a tempo or, like, sometimes they run a different defense where we're not used to because we're used to just running the same thing across the net. So... If athletes are able to, like, go out and, you know, get off-season training, like, get physically better, get physically stronger, like, yeah, do the weights, do all that stuff that you probably wouldn't do during season because you don't want to overdo your body when you're competing, right? So if you go out there and, like, get that exposure, like, want to play against people that want to, like, smash on you or, like, play against people that want to ace you or play against people that want to put you on the ground for a dig because you're that's not – completely promised when you go back into the the competition season so it's about like training yourself but like also you need to be able to give yourself that exposure and trying to find it and I also think like it's really fun when you play with people you don't really 
know like you're not familiar with like it's a new experiment like when if i go to open gyms um somewhere i'm just like oh like what can this person do and how well have i been training before this like has my training um been well enough to where like even if they throw something random at me can i still dig it can i still play it and i think when players are playing especially in club season they should like really expand like their player profile like it shouldn't just be like oh my outside only swings line so i can only defend line no like you should want to think like there's people that are better outside your team there's better athletes out there and you should be preparing for those athletes because yeah like we can all go to practice and dig dig outside now by this like what is it may and mid-may but like you're not always gonna have the same team forever so how are you gonna start defending and playing against other people if you don't go out there and go find it yeah i think that plays into like adaptability Mm -hmm. right um understanding um the iq part to things too and not a lot of people understand that at least athletes were like you know how else can i train besides like the physical and skill set but i think it's being smart about it Mm -hmm. and understanding maybe more strategy stuff or being able to read better right yeah yeah there's like so many important aspects to like off-season training i think athletes that you know train all year round like regular seasons and the off-season like they get so much more of an advantage and it's very like for me like i could tell if a girl has been training like all year and I could tell when a girl has taken, like, two months off. Because, mm-hmm. like, some athletes, like, you need reps every single day to either maintain or get better. Like, there's really some athletes where volleyball is just, like, not natural to you. Like, you, like you'll like you need a couple of days to get that platform back. You need a couple of days to get that swing back, that momentum, that, that vertical, that approach. And that's, like, another reason why offseason is so important because – if you want to make a certain team, if you want to make varsity, if you want to take someone's spot, if you want to get someone's playing time, like you really need to do the minutes and the time. Because, for example, if you are an incoming sophomore and you want to be on the varsity team and you want to try to take a junior or senior's playing time, if she's training and you're not training, you're already doing yourself a dis- disservice. Like yeah. you're, That's a disadvantage because she's already on the team. She's been on the team. She's been playing at this level already. Well, what are you doing to compete with her, mm-hmm. right? And vice versa, if you're a senior or a junior, you're about to be a senior, and you feel like, oh, I have it in the bag. Like, I've been playing with this team. I know the system. And you just decide to take a month off, and then there's a, a sophomore that's coming in, and she's been training high school, club season, clinics, programs, like she's been doing all this stuff just to prepare to take your spot, like then you should be you should be scared and nervous too because that athlete wants it and she wants it and she's doing the extra reps. She's doing overtime in the off season versus when you're not. And I feel like that really, that goes into any sport. Like that can happen in any sport, basketball, tennis, baseball, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, thinking about all this, uh, brings me back to one of my favorite quotes from coach John Wooden Mm -hmm. he's a men's college basketball coach uh, a long time at UCLA and it really put some perspective and the quote is let's make sure I get this right failing (laughs) to prepare is preparing to fail and at first I didn't really understand but now when you incorporate that into like your timing and your opportunities to to get better it's like how are you utilizing your time you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you know with, with my day and all that I, I try and look like what what time am I 
going to be doing this or that? And where is my extra time where I can maybe work on things that I need to develop? Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm an athlete, I'm looking right now, still school season, or at least it's still the school year and figuring out, well, these days I have my practices, right? Or maybe I have to spend more time on homework on certain days, but the extra time, like, what are you doing with it? Mm -hmm. You know, are you going to be one to like hey let me make some tiktoks like mm-hmm. all day type thing or mm-hmm. scroll on instagram or yeah. you know let me get this workout in or let me go and do this or that you know to to give myself the advantage uh being a student athlete mm-hmm. yeah like i remember when i was in high school and then um one of my friends we're still like really like close friends now she, this was like in season but i think this carried on to like the next season we had together so basically like she wasn't getting the playing time she wanted she reached out to matt and she was like what can i do to like get on the court and matt simply just said like you need to be faster and then i think after they had that talk we we would run like 17s right sideline sideline 17 times and usually i'm first and i notice if there's anyone like even close to me and, like, I remember one day I was, like, running them. I looked down the line, and I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, she's, <laughs> like, right there with me. I'm, like, okay. So then, like, that pushed me to go fast because I'm always the fastest. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that she flipped it around and then how that carried on to the next, like, season we had together, like, she put in that work because yeah. it was going to be her senior year. No way was she going to, like, end our junior season like that and then come back and, like, accept the bench again. Yeah. So, like, that's that's what needs to, like, get through some of these athletes' heads. It's, like, your coach said to do one thing, simply get faster. Get on a treadmill, run more short distance, and then, boom, you'll have the results. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling you, she was in the game in the NCS playoffs. Like, whole regular season, she was probably, like, teetering with her playing time. NCS playoffs, she was in there. She was acing them up. And I was, like, this is, like, quick turnaround results. And, like, Luckily for her, it was quick. Obviously, for all other athletes, it's not going to be as quick. But the results come. But it's hard to know if you'll get those results in your in- outcome if you don't put it in, like, put it in the work and you, you don't do anything in the offseason. And, like, in college, like, I didn't have the most, in, I guess, intentional teammates in college. Like, we would all get these workout packages, but – how many of us would actually do them? I did them religiously my fr- my incoming freshman year because I was like, I think all the girls are doing it. They're already women. <laughs> like, they're working out. Like, they already know these workouts. And I'm over here like, am I doing these cones right? Like, just trying to figure it out. Little did I know. Actually, no one does them. But then when I got there, I was, like, gassing these girls. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. Like, because you guys aren't doing the workouts in the off season, in the summer. The, like, the three months they're away from college, you guys aren't working out. And I think that was, like, a big reason why we didn't win as much is because we weren't doing the off-season stuff. It was, like, almost like pulling teeth to even do, like, spring training, like, open gyms without the coaches. So, like, those are some of the things that I kind of regret at my highest level of playing was, like, one, like, maybe I could have taken more initiative to do more open gyms with my teammates, go on more runs, like, do extra, like, physical training, like, weights. But luckily, like, you know, when I came back, to, to here to UC Elite, like, Matt always had camps where I was always welcome to play with his 16s or his 17s or his 18s, and that was my off-season training. And when I was when I was playing club, UC Elite wasn't 
as big. And I had to go kind of far to get this off-season training, which wasn't the most convenient for me. Like, had UCLA been what it is now back then, I would have been in here every day, maybe, like, double days in here, Mm -hmm. like, to get that training that I needed. Maybe I would have had a better, you know, college seasons, plural seasons, if, you know, I had taken it more seriously and maybe asked Matt, like, oh, can I just come in for extra reps? But I never did. So this is me telling all the athletes out there that have aspirations to go to college. Maybe you're still in high school, like, Take the opportunity. Take the opportunity. Whatever local camps you go to, like, you need to go to. And we have a lot here at UCLA as well. So um, that brings us to our next topic. Like, what what can UCLA do for our local athletes? Like, what are we – what opportunities can we give you guys? So, you know, every year we think about the club season. What do our athletes need? Mostly our club members because we're – you we see you guys the most Mm -hmm. so we always think about your guys's needs and our most popular camp which i think a lot of people are already registered for is the all skills camp all skills camps is exactly what you guys think it is you work on all skills you play with a bunch of different girls from different clubs we always get girls from like red rock encore city beach core like they all register for the camp probably because they want to explore which is fine like exploring is great when it comes to like clubs um but in addition to like all skills i think to me i don't think that's technically enough because if i compare what i did when i was in high school compared to what we're offering now like i feel like most athletes if you're not able to like go to like your school open gyms like i know logan's probably gonna do some summer stuff which is great but if your school does not have the availability or you don't you're not accessible to that like and you're local to UCLA, like, you should definitely look at our camps because we have all skills camps. We have co-ed positional camps. We have libero, hitting, setting, serving. Like, we have probably every single camp that a parent and athlete would need. We have, what do we have now? We have, like, the Tiny Stars, which is four to six. Like, we'll, we're starting the pipeline even younger, and that's even in basketball and, and volleyball, and I'll let Stace talk about that because she's going to be the one running that one. Um, we have Rising Stars, which is, like, eight – to 13 year olds like in the pipeline like get them ready for club and if you're someone who played club or you're very passionate about volleyball after your school season after your club season like you need to do some type of volleyball bare minimum do volleyball you need to do volleyball if you want to to make that team you want to make that roster but if you have no other place to go to and you're looking for something that's convenient like i'm telling you guys right now you sleep probably has any camp that you're looking for so I'm going to let Stacey talk about, like, our new Tiny Stars program because we literally just thought about it a couple weeks ago. (laughs) And it's basically to start the pipeline a little bit younger because I know I have a lot of young athletes that go to – your younger siblings that go to my club tournaments, and all they want to do is touch – like, they're like, Coach Linda, can I borrow a volleyball? Yeah. Like, that's all they want to do. basketball, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, okay, we need a program for you. So, yeah, yeah, Stacey, like, tell us about it. Yeah, so the Tiny Stars program, you know, we're really excited about – it's really to – help these younger athletes kind of fall in love with the sports yeah but it's more than just the sports I think what's going to be huge is how are they going to interact with other kids in the Mm -hmm. class you know how are they going to follow structure and and discipline and all that in a fun and safe environment you know I've had a lot of experience previously doing summer camps in the city of Palo Alto and we had camps for the preschoolers as young as like three years old all wow. the way up to like 
12, 13, 14 years old, plus mm -hmm. I had like uh, junior counselors that I was mentoring who were mm -hmm. kind of like our, our high school um, high school age um, uh, athletes. So mm -hmm. with, with the Tiny Stars program, it's mainly, you know, trying to teach basic fundamentals in basketball and volleyball, include some games and fitness and exercises because I think, you know, when I talk to some of the parents that do have younger kids who are really hyper or really just active like they need yeah. a place for them and mm -hmm. that's something i'm actually really excited to to develop here um at ucle and then have them you know once they're done with tiny stars like there's rising stars yeah. you know what i mean and you know with that there's fall ball that mm -hmm. which is something like we haven't really talked about yet um but it's mainly to to get these kids ready for competition yeah right yeah I feel like, you know, if I think about it, like, there's actually so many athletes that play club competitively now at UC Elite, and they literally started in Rising Stars. Mm -hmm. And, like, to, you know, Rising Stars, you start, like, young, like, eight. And, like, the oldest or the youngest you could start playing club is usually, like, 11s, 12s. And even now, we even have, like, 10-year-olds on the team. So, oh, like, yeah. to watch, like, kids grow from Rising Stars, like, they probably did, like, a whole year's worth of Rising Stars. Or they do it like every two three months they're just re-registering and now that turns out to be all your training they're training all year round now these little kids and then now to watch them you know play at the national level like they're on our most competitive teams and they started in that unit five a couple doors down in like the small facility and it's just it's really wholesome because you're like dang they were they used to be really small. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, like, now I'm just like, okay, now they've outgrown me. Yeah. <laughs> but now they're just playing, like, just phenomenon. And, like, they're still young. Like, I'm sure the kids that were in Rising Stars are probably just, like, 15s right now. Mm -hmm. Like, and they have, they have so much more volleyball to go. And, like, they're, like, just about to reach their peak. Like, they're just about to reach varsity. And I think with the Tiny Stars, like, because I've had a lot of parents where they're like, oh, my kid's off, like, two years. Like, we got to wait a little bit. And it's like, dang, your kid already has the passion. Like, you want them to be in the sport. And, like, it's this little kid that's holding, like, the biggest volleyball ever. Yeah. Like, walking around, watching their sister play, the like, our current, like, Saturday programs. And he's just peppering against the net. Mom is throwing the ball to him. And, like, you look at that kid, you're like, he, she just wants to play. Like, he just, he or she wants to be in the in the camp already so i think it's great that we're offering something even younger and obviously i feel like when you're four to six like i don't have kids but i feel like you're just really exploring and you do have a lot of energy i've seen some four-year-olds <laughs> i've seen some four-year-olds they're very energetic so i think it's good because as if they could explore that and fall in love with the sport at a younger age i think it's just going to stick that much more because then when they're growing up when they're six seven eight like you don't really have to force the training on them it's more like them so like please mom register me for this camp register me for this clinic and then i think a lot of parents they put their kids into sports because it has a lot of like life lessons a lot of real world skills mm -hmm. so it's not just like oh because i'm just gonna put this ki my kid in because i need them to do something no i think it's like much more bigger than that yeah definitely and i've from my own experience just seeing kids that are able to follow the directions and like yeah. and all that um but even be good people yeah. to like their peers like that's that's life lessons that'll carry on you mm -hmm. know and you know those are the type of people that you know 
employers, yeah. you know, when they start looking for jobs and stuff, like, are they able to be a team player, um, you know, kind of help and be better people um, for whatever common goal that they have um, for whatever they do, you know? Yeah, and I feel like since we work mostly with kids, like, I mean, they don't work. They don't know the real world yet. And another thing with the off-season training is, like, you could – when you train with different people or you train with the same people, like, you're still working on those skills. Like, you're working or you're learning to work with people who have different volleyball experience, different – life experience like they talk differently like different things are important to them and like I also think it's good because you know when you go to a different camp or a camp where you don't really know people it's kind of like oh like this is the environment here and specifically with our camps like I think a lot of kids from other clubs they come here one probably because they've seen a lot of our teams at tournaments they're like we want to see what it's about like maybe it's not working out well at their previous club or they're kind of just wanting to explore new clubs i think off-season training at ucle if you want to play for ucle or even if you're thinking about i don't know if i want to play for ucle this is your time to try (laughs) and you know when someone on my 15 team 15th team currently she she lives in america canyon Mm -hmm. she's that's a commute (laughs) that is a commute trust like i've done it it's actually really really long and she just her, I was talking to her mom, like, I don't know, in the beginning. And she was like, yeah, she was just supposed to come here just for camps. I said, okay, I could do it. I could drive you for, like, two months, for, like, two days a week. Like, that's okay with me. And then she went to the camp. She loved it here. She loved the coaching. She loved the environment. She loved the girls. She loved the camaraderie, like, new girl from another club from a new different city. I feel like it's almost a different part of California. Um, <laughs> coming to the facility, she loved it. Boom. She Now she's playing club with us. And, you know, I think when it comes to, like, picking club, I mean, it's kind of a different topic. It's like you want to make sure those things click with you, like your personality, the way you mesh with the coach. Do you like the level of play? Do you like the style of coaching? And you're not going to find that out at tryouts. Like, don't just think you're going to sign up for a tryout and be like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with this club in, in, like, two days or, like, one day, two hours. Like, if you have the opportunity to do camps and explore, like, you definitely should. And especially, like, I don't know what other clubs are offering, but I just feel like with us, we just have so many camps, like, so many options. Like, anything a volleyball player needs, whatever age, whatever level, never played volleyball, played, been playing volleyball for five years, um, just started setting, been setting for five years. Like, we have everything you need. And if your parent doesn't want to, you know, drive to City Beach, Red Rock, UC Link to look at different camps, like, definitely check out what we have because we probably have everything you need in one spot. Mm-hmm. That even means, like, you could probably stay for, like, a few hours a few <laughs> hours, and get this much more training in, and your parent can literally just leave you here and then pick you up later. Yeah. So, I mean, we always think about convenience. Like, our coaches, we like convenience, too. Like, we're not trying to... Um, we're not trying to give ourselves a hard time and just like have breaks in between like oh two hours libero camp oh gotta wait three hours for the next camp. no we don't like doing that either like we just want to train kids as many kids as we can in the amount of time that we have that's available so i mean again off-season training super important obviously basketball volleyball baseball all of it all of it everyone can fine-tune things mm-hmm. whether you're junior high school or you're an incoming sixth grader like you guys need to be training you guys need to be focusing on your craft 
if you want to go further in the sport. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically my two cents, and that's my experience with off-training, off-season training, even though to me I never felt like I had off-season training because the off-season was always harder. But if you're that athlete and you want to do more, you have aspirations to play in college, your off-season should be harder. You should be lifting heavier. You should be maxing out because you need you need that time for your muscles to rebuild and all that other stuff. So when it's time to go in and smash some balls, you're ready. You're ready and you're just working on that team cohesiveness and like working with the system defensively and offensively. Definitely. Well, I think this is going to pretty much wrap up this episode about off-season training and what we offer here for the summer at UC Elite and – now, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about this even more. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to register or just curious, like, register on UCLEVBC.com. Um, and then if you guys have any questions, you guys can just always email us, email us as well. So I hope to see you guys at the camp. I'll be doing the 16th National Camp. If you're interested in playing 16th, better sign up, and I'll see you there. Yeah. Don't forget about Tiny Stars, too. I'll, I'll be running that this summer. And yes, just get your excited. siblings in there. <laughs> yeah, younger siblings or, you know, little cousins and stuff that, yeah. like, get them in, and I'm pretty sure they'll have a good time with us. Yes. All right, well, this wraps up our episode. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We also have our Instagram. And for more uh, suggestions on topics, feel free to reach out to us, and we'll be back for another episode. Thank Thanks. you.